A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to the seventh episode of Bar Chords, a podcast by guitar nerds. Think of this as a supplementary podcast to the uh, the main shenanigans of guitar nerds. And this week, well, this week, we're going to be listening to a little bit of bass. And there go and 10,000 people turning off this podcast. No, we're, we're only going to... We're, we're going to have a little bit of bass, but we are going to talk about some other things as well. I've got some, some effects pedals that I want to listen to, but also, more importantly... Um, I've been I've been hashtag searching a lot on Instagram at the moment. You know, like things like uh, I, I mentioned it on the Guitar Nerds Facebook group, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Guitar Nerds forum. Um, I mentioned it on there, but I was looking a lot of modern guitars, and it wasn't specifically modern guitars that I was getting interested in because, of course, my tastes tend to be much more traditional. Um, I was quite enjoying checking out guitars that were weirdly cool. I think that's the um, that's the appropriate term for them. Weirdly cool guitars, guitars that uh, they can be modern, they can be traditional, but they do something that's definitely not what you expect. But still, there's something about them that makes them good, <laughs> as opposed to as opposed to bad. Anyway. So, you know, all of this was um, all of this was brought on by uh, by recently, and over the last couple of weeks, I've played a few of them. SBC Scatterbrain Concepts guitars because they are weirdly cool. They're absolutely not what I would normally like. They're they're very modern. They're very woody. There's lots of bells and flames and things like that. And that really, that's not my bag at all. Um, it is a, I don't know, is is it that much of a secret? I don't think it is. But, of course, you know, Shell Pink is the colour of the Guitar Nerds podcast. Sunburst, for me. Two-tone, three-tone. Not too fast. Sunburst. My favourite finish. Most of my guitars are sunburst, I reckon. I think. You know? So, there you go. Anyway. So, so yeah, so in, in theory, this, this super modern ergonomic style guitar, absolutely not for me, but I really enjoy playing them, and there's something about them, there's something about the look of these guitars that I was like, they are cool, they are super interesting, I love how innovative they are, like, they're not metal, um, are they jazz fusion-y, I guess? I guess that's the sort of, jazz fusion's the genre that kind of embraced wood, isn't it? Um... I guess, and weird things. But anyway, I, I go off track. This is a... So, so SBC Guitars got me onto this thing, and I was like, I'm going to try searches for things, you know. I'm going to try searching things like headless, multi-scale, fan fret, um, 
hybrid guitar, like stuff like that. I was like, oh, I'm going to just hashtag search things like that. I know. It obviously did bring up an awful lot of metal guitars. Lots of uh, lots of posy guys in Supreme t-shirts with, uh, with lots of sort of stock tattoos <laughs> standing on monitors. Uh, <laughs> I hate, I hate new metal not new metal but you know like metal today so posy we get we get booked with a lot of uh, a lot of bands today with their wireless kits and uh, oh, they make sure they've always got they they employ people to go on tour with them who are literally there to instagram for them that's that's what it is that's the road we're going down everyone that's that's the end the end result of rock and roll anyway so it was a lot of chints but um uh, is that the appropriate use of the word chits? Anyway, there was there was a lot of a lot of rubbish guitars, but there were some that I thought were, <laughs> were really really awesome. I'm actually putting together a little video on them. I just haven't had time to um, time to to film uh, the the video just yet. But I do want to talk about a few of the guitars because they were so so absolutely wonderful. Gillard guitars. Gillard. Gillard sounds French. It's Canadian, of course. French Canadia. Yes, um, yes, but uh, so I was checking out. Uh, I found this this company, Gillard Guitars, um, Jay Gillard, um, who is a, a luthier who makes wonderfully, wonderfully interesting guitars. There's this awesome project he's involved in called Ninety Nine James, um, which is this uh, this uh, in in celebration of uh, Sonic. Union's 25th anniversary, they're building like a limited run of 25 guitars made from wood reclaimed from the historic building at 99 James Street uh, in, um, yeah, in Canada. So uh, very, very cool. I uh, I thought that was really cool. But really for me, the um, the things that I thought were most interesting, and let's see if I can find a picture of them to talk about the most I do that. Um, so and this is guitars that they have in stock the thing that really got me was the first guitar if you go to um gillard uh, j-i-l-l-a-r-d-guitars.com if you go to the in stock section then the very first guitar that comes up is a pink strat very cool indeed but not just uh not just any pink strat it's TV pink is through TV pink for a start so lovely wood grain coming through they're a little bit bolder than shell but not too much. Not like uh, Mark Hoppus's horrible P-Base pink. Um, what do you call that? Hot pink. Not hot pink, but just a tasteful, a tasteful through pink. This Strat is completely traditional, except it's fan fretted. And it just looks amazing. I love that blending of modern and traditional. Um, I really liked it on the very first Tosin Abassi Ibanez, like before he went all weird and, and spacey. I mean, I quite like the new one as well, but the original one, do you remember it? It was like a, it was an eight string RD, but then it had all these really traditional appointments like a torque guard. Um, it was HSH as well. So it was just this massive single coil in the middle of it. And it was like a lovely through blonde and it had binding and purfling. It was just... Um, it it was just lovely. It was like a it was it was a lovely uh, crossbreed of modern and traditional, and that's exactly what I got from these Gillard guitars. This pink strap with its its lovely fan frettedness, and they've replaced the five way selector for three individual uh, pickup switches, which I thought was really nice. I kind of 
liked that. I thought, oh, that's kind of cool. I mean, admittedly, it's going to take you longer to switch between neck and bridge if that's what you do. Um, you know, because it's two motions, I guess, rather than one. you to switch one off and one on or both on and then one off, you know. But nonetheless, it was super cool. And then like a single tone, so it's one volume and one tone. Um, I thought... Yeah, what what a, what a weirdly interesting guitar um, with a 25-inch to 26.3 scale length. So just a touch think here on the on the high end, and then you know long enough on the low end that you can um, uh, that you can drop tune it appropriately. Purple Heart fretboard as well, which I thought I was like, oh yeah, that's really really cool. Um, and then he does he does other things. There's this uh, range called the Parlay or Parlay, Pal, P A R L E Parlay, which is kind of a sort of modern meets traditional, small single cut. Oh, it's 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 lovely. It's all sort of um, woody, but not too much. I'm very into that. But he he does this thing called his piano offset, where if you have the guitar in standard tuning, obviously if you have the guitar in standard tuning, then it's appropriate. The neck is set up so um, it, it has sort of block inlays, but the blocks would appear. Um, let's see exactly how he put this. So, yes, the inlays mimic a piano layout. So black is sharp or flat, and the whites are the neutral tones when tuned to standard, if that makes sense. I mean, it looks completely... <laughs> completely bizarre i think you might not understand that I, I wouldn't if i'd have just read that out but you know definitely check it out um very very interesting very cool but i was like yeah oh what a, what a cool little brand that i'd never heard of so i was very much enjoying checking them out and that led me on to uh that led me on to checking out a handful of others Eth ethereal oh i nearly did it i nearly said ethereal i was brought up for something pulled up for saying that the other week i don't know why i pronounce it like that i guess so just an idiot anyway ethereal um ethereal guitars so the whole uh the whole idea of ethereal guitars is that they um they're experimental so they don't use wood they use aluminium and they use carbon fiber um uh, which they say is, you know, these materials provide superior quality such as rigidity and resonance, which make in turn for a more stable and reliable instrument. And importantly, it sounds great. Personally, I, I think I think that's rubbish. Like, I, I think um, if uh, if carbon fibre and aluminium did genuinely offer, you know, so much, if there were such obvious trade-offs against wood, then, you know, all guitars would now be made by this material. It, it's, it's well known that aluminium, you know, is, is going to bend a, a million times more than wood uh, based on based on heat so I, I i never buy that i never buy this oh it's superior because otherwise you know we, we wouldn't use the the inferior material you know it, it's aluminium's very cheap to get to get hold of um anyway that doesn't mean that doesn't mean they're not great i still you know i have got an absolute hankering for a travis bean at the moment i was thinking about a millimetric base but i can't justify the spend Anyway, talk about millimetric in a minute. So I was checking out these ethereal guitars, um, and yeah, they are they. Um, what's really interesting is that to go with the fact that he uses carbon fiber and aluminium, um, his other thing is that he tries to rethink three D form, um, and 
uh, they're, oh, it's, they're very interesting. So his guitars will have like hollow parts of the aluminium or carbon fiber, depending on what model um, you're looking at. And uh, and and those 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 parts are kind of shaped almost like a digital spine, I guess. There's there are always these very geometric shapes. You know, these these are certainly a very metal esque guitar, but um, I just thought they looked incredible, like fan fretted and you know, Fishman Fluence pickups. There's a there's a particular guitar on the website now. It's etherealguitars.com, but they're they're Aswin Carbon. Um, uh, which which is for sale on there, where the the neck and the body of the guitar is made from a single billet of aluminium, and the fretboard is carbon fiber. And I was just like, wow, what an incredible feat of, you know, what what a gorgeous piece of workmanship. It's quite an incredible instrument to to kind of to look at. Um, have you heard of them, Ethereal Guitars? I found them on Instagram, and I was like, man, these guys should be. These guys should be the biggest aluminium carbon fiber company, Australian. Um, but yeah, really, really into them. Really love the look of them. Anyway, so I, I continued on my search and I discovered I discovered something absolutely ridiculous, even by the standards of what I've, uh, what I've pointed out. So I will point out all of these guitars I think are very, very cool. They're like weirdly cool. Oh, what do you think? Do you, do, you, do you agree? Are these guitars too far? Have I lost my mind? Have I been staring at guitars so much that I've completely lost my mind? Or are these guitars actually cool? Let me know on the Facebook group. I'm going to stop just saying what the Facebook link is because I think you'll know what it is or on twitter or on instagram at guitars anyway so i found this other guitar hybrid guitars hybrid-guitars.com oh my goodness so of the five companies i chose to focus on two were canadian and um one was australian and one was english and this one was the only american company um that came up whether that means america are generally speaking making more conventional guitars than certainly the the canadians but but certainly they're they're making up for it with hybrid guitars so first of all let me tell you what a hybrid guitar is a hybrid guitar is a bass and a guitar combined into one instrument you can simultaneously play bass lines chords and melodies fan frets are a critical feature the bottom three strings are dedicated to a bass register and on the top four or five strings are in a guitar register all on one neck each side has separated circuitry and is meant to be plugged into its own corresponding amplifier that that is the the thing right there. You're supposed to plug half of this into a bass amp and half of it into a guitar amp, which is both ridiculous and brilliant. So I was looking at their guitars, and my goodness, it's, so it's essentially three luthiers who have come together to to make these hybrid guitars. And oh my god, I, they they have their universal uh, seven and eight, you know, a seven and eight string version. Pretty relatively, they've made them look tasteful and conventional. This is a very fusion jazzy sort of brand and they've got a universal six so a six string on its way be interesting to see how that works i guess it's two bass strings in that case um but their custom section now that is where things really uh really get going um my fa my favorite thing from uh from their custom shop section was their charlie hunter which is a natural ash 
um, single cut, almost, and think of it as a solid body offset uh, jazz box. Yeah, solid though, or you know, that's what it looks like. The body, the, the certainly the bow of the body looks very oversized. It might be less pull size. Maybe I'm maybe I'm wrong. I don't think so. Um, and this guitar has two. So on the bass side, so you've got a really extreme, as you will imagine, a really extreme fan fretting to make this work. And you've got three bass strings on this and then four guitar strings. So, uh, so a seven string instrument. Now it's got two Bartolini precision bass pickups. You know how a precision bass uh, pickup set splits, you know, you've got the low two and the high two. Well, these are, these are just stacked above and below uh, each other for the three strings. And then they've had Ken Armstrong make up these custom four string. I mean, these, they, they could be, I guess, tenor pickups, I guess. But anyway, you've got these four string custom Ken Armstrong humbuckers. Um, for the guitar there's a slight overlap so they have to sort of sandwich them either side of the the bass pickups if that's making any sense but it's just so bizarre to see something like this on such a traditional setup they also do it on a jazz master a 335 they do a, a, a thin line telly version as well but it's a slightly different makeup they don't have the they've actually used um pickups you know like a two humbuckers that deal with the entire range so i'm not entirely sure how that one plugs in separately but i haven't i haven't read the details on it uh, well actually it says you know the, the details are coming soon but um, it's great. Like these, the three, three, five, and the jazz master. The jazz master is uh, is sunburst with a taut guard, but it's got this same blending of pickups on the on the Charlie Hunter, the guitar I mentioned before. But then you've got you know this ex really extreme fan fretting, this carbon fiber reinforced neck, um, <laughs> and the fretboards are all ebony in uh, in this case. But these guitars are absolutely they're they're just they're so cool they're so cool because they're such a wonderful blending of um of traditional and extremely unusual modern and, and that's the thing about these sort of jazz fusion style people is they just they have wonderful taste they're really interesting but i thoroughly recommend checking them out hybrid dash guitars um uh, dot com um yeah, absolutely. They do. I mean, those are those are the custom. Um, believe it or not, they're, they're universal sort of seven and eight are actually relatively normal looking because they have just a uh, rather than having the pickups being different, they they do um, you know just one single pickup that deals with all eight strings. So it's essentially a fan fretted guitar, but I assume the tuning's different. Two and a half, uh, two and a half thousand pounds if you just want one pickup. You know, you can get this junior or no, the studio. They call it the Universal Seven Studio. One pickup just in the neck. And it looks so cool, and it's just one pickup in the neck because there's all this like dead space leading up to this uh monorail bridge that is so heavily inclined it's it's un unbelievable um but yes uh what a, an absolutely ridiculous guitar company now that kind of led me on yeah I've, i think we've mentioned them a bit on the podcast in the past but millimetric guitars i have got an awful lot of time for millimetric guitars um they're very cool. You know, I love that sort of scandic minimalism. And I love that that aesthetic is so absolute in this company. Uh, you know, sort of the website, uh, the product shots, the videos, the social media, they all look the same. Like the aesthetic carries through from guitar to maybe that's the sort of marketer in me. Um, um, but, you know, it's it's just a very, very, very consistent 
and I, I love kind of the various things they do, like a setup in looking at their bass. But one of one of the coolest things I think for me, kind of about uh, this guitar range, is the um, oh, I'm trying to find the name before I say it. Yeah, the MGB six. Is it the MGB six? I've said it now, and I actually, um, I actually don't think it is the MGB six. Uh, maybe it is. Okay, so they do a guitar. It doesn't matter. The, the names of their guitars are irrelevant because they're all like M3, M5, MG6. Okay, so um, it, they do an ambidextrous guitar. What, how can a guitar be ambidextrous? I, I imagine you say. Well, um, it can be ambidextrous because... You'd you'd obviously have to take the strings on if you want uh, strings off and and put them on the other way around if you wanted to play this left-handed. But all the controls are down the middle. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Things in the middle. So you've, of course, got... So it's a double cut. It's a double cut kind of, uh, you know, very sort of squared off Travis Bean meets uh, Les Paul double cut style thing. Um, And then you've got your, uh, your strap buttons obviously in the middle at the back of the neck on the top and in the middle at the bottom where it would normally be but then you have all the controls are just below the um the the bridge in the middle so everything is perfectly symmetrical and my goodness i'm very into that i'm very into the idea of a perfectly symmetrical <laughs> guitar i was like oh the aesthetic's so consistent it's so it's so like absolute across this, uh, you know, across the the entire instrument. But yeah, so you've got like your volume control, um, 
your like pickup selector and then your input jack all sort of in like a neat uh a neat little in a line oh i mean what more do you want anyway minimetric.ca check them out because they are <laughs> they're outrageous outrageously cool you can of course buy millimetric guitars in the in the uk uh, from James's home of tone. If you're a US listener, I don't know. I don't know what, what's your deal with Canada at the moment. I'm sure you can just get them straight from them or something like that. They're just over the road. Um, but yeah, fortunately for us over here, in such a small luthier, you can now get them through James's home of tone. If you haven't checked out Millimetric guitars, you absolutely have to. They might be one of my favourite things. Do you think I should save for a Millimetric? That's a genuine question. Uh, let me know. Should I save for a Millimetric? I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about it. I'm going to have to put some time into savings. I'm a bit skint at the moment, but I think maybe maybe I should. Anyway, um, we should listen to some sound samples. So I know I've said that I'll, uh, I'll demo some basses, and I will. I will. I'm sure most of you don't care. But uh, before uh, we look at some bass, I wanted to look at the the last uh, the last bass by uh, Scatterbrain Concepts. But before we do that, a while ago, um, Stuart Tate from Tate Effects dropped off to us the Antares Overdrive, which um, I thought was extremely, extremely good. Now, uh, he, he gave this to us before we were doing sort of sound samples or anything, so I, I didn't do anything with it like that. We spoke about it a bit on the podcast, but, you know, I want to hear this pedal. So it's a drive pedal. There are lots of drive pedals, all right? And if I'm really honest, when we get drive pedals, I'm like, yeah, this is great that it's a drive pedal, but, you know, uh, a Hudson sidecar, Hudson electronic sidecar, like, can it be better than a Hudson uh, electronics sidecar? which, in my opinion, is the best-sounding drive pedal I've ever plugged in, and I find it difficult to find things that are as good as that. Like, there's a, there are a few. I really like the Walrus Audio 3885. That is one of my absolute favourites. I also like the Hudson, Hudson Electronics Broadcast. I thought that was very, very good. You've got to bear in mind, I like a very specific type of drive. It needs to, it needs to be a mid-push drive, and it needs to be relatively subtle, as in you have to clean it up. My favourite thing about drives are that they can be used dynamically. I like them being there for just a, a little bit of increased, um, you know, a little bit of crunchiness when you're playing quietly. And then you can dig in. And, and there it is. There it is, adding to your dynamics, making your playing better. That's what I want from a drive pedal. So it's quite a specific thing. I really like the um, the Aqualung by Rock Fabric pedals. I'll tell you what, actually, I'll, I'll mention this now. Um, I think next week I might do a drive pedal shootout. Would you guys like that? Or, or shall I focus on some weirder things? Let me know in the Facebook group. Um, but yeah, so I'm thinking about doing like a, a whole drive shootout with between and showing you what I think are my like favorite five drive pedals I've ever heard and seen what you think. Anyway, so this Tate Effect uh, Antares turned up and I was like, yeah, this is great. I've, I've liked Stuart's stuff in the past. Um, I'm sure this is going to be very good. But then I did notice something very cool about this. It, it started when he described this to me as a uh, as a perfect mid-pushed overdrive. And I was like, oh, wonderful. Well, this is exactly what I'm into. The controls. The controls are simple, as they should be 
on a, on a drive. There's just a gain of volume and tone. But the fourth one is a clean blend. So, um, you know, so the more uh, the more you're 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 turning it up or down. One of the ways you're blending in your clean signal from the amp, and I was like, oh, that's fantastic, because it means you don't end up running your whole sort of dynamic sound coming from your guitar through this sort of little squishy pedal and that being the sound that comes out the other end you're getting this you're getting the all of the all of the wonderful dynamics from your instrument supplementing the pedal and then you can you can use it as a as just giving it a little t- a little spark or a little touch and that's what I want to drive to do i know that's not what everyone wants to drive to do but that's what i want to drive to do um, I don't like Marshall in a box drives. There's just zero dynamics. I, d- I don't know why anyone would use them. Tell me why you use them. I, I, d- I can't make them sound good when all of a sudden everything's like... It just sounds like a MIDI uh, guitar to me. Why, why do you want that? Anyway, this is obviously not that in any way, shape or form. So let's give it a listen. This is the Antara's Overdrive. And I'll just show you how I'm using it just to make everything a little... Oh, a little lush. I played it clean just for the first little bit and then I've initiated the pedal. Give it a listen. So there it is, the Tate FX Antares Overdrive. You can uh, you can pick that up for 185 Great British pounds on the Tate FX website, and I think it is thoroughly worth it. As one of the the best, um, uh, capable of being subtle, wonderfully dynamic overdrives, I think you can buy. Absolutely worth checking out. So I said we'd do some bass. Let's uh, let's do some bass. So scatterbrain concepts. They sent us three guitars. The uh, the well, three two two guitars and one bass. The uh, other two guitars I've spoken about over the last two weeks of bar chords, but I didn't speak about the bass. The bass was very interesting. S bass one. Their short scale passive bass. Very, very unusual, very unusual. Short scale for a start, everything short scale is, uh, you know, uh, an SG bass or a Mustang bass. Like, um, short scale is something, you know, or a Fidelity Thundermaker bass. Short scale is something specifically owned by retro guitars. Modern players don't, of, of bass, don't play short scale. But this one is a fantastic example of kind of taking that and and sort of you know making a i guess a, a hybrid also you know having passive pickups on something like this again i think of as unusual as soon as you see spotted wood or bells and things like that it automatically means there's going to be a preamp in there and that in turn means that it literally does not matter what wood um the instrument is made out of because the output's so high that you could have made it out of a bucket you know it sounds the same anyway 
So um, it's based on their SB7 shape, which is their their slightest shape, I guess. Like um, it's very very small, very small for a base. The body shape is is teeny teeny weeny, like only just sort of has like shape to it and a horn. Um, but very cool, uh, kind of, it has a um, an English sycamore top, which is not something you see very often, but it's very lovely, very, uh, you know, very figurety, I guess. Um, and, uh, and yes, 30-inch scale, as I said, Artec soap bar-size humbuckers, um, and they've put those in walnut chassis, which is very good. They've even... Um, stuck a ramp in between the two Artec pickups. If you don't know what a ramp is, it's when you have a, a piece of wood the same height as the pickups in between the two pickups. Something commonly done on jazz basses, um, because when you play finger style and your fingers pass through the strings, it is handy to have something beneath, um, uh, sort of something beneath where your finger's going to pass through to, to stop your finger going too far, so that you can then put it out and play another note. I, that's a really bad way of describing it. Basically, it just makes it easier to play fast, and a lot of players like having a ramp fitted. But these look fantastic in the walnut chassis, and then the ramp itself is is, is made out of the the um, the sycamore uh, to sort of mimic the rest of the top. You've got they they've added. Um, these coil splits onto each of the humbuckers. Personally, I thought they sounded great as humbuckers. Um, and then you've got you've got like a three-way pickup selector, but they also have individual volumes for the two pickups, which I thought was really useful because I, I really don't think it's not the same for bass as guitar. Like we would never switch from neck to bridge. Like that wouldn't be something we do because generally speaking, we're holding down the fundamentals and you need a consistent sound. It's much handier to be able to sort of create your tone via blending the two pickups. So I thought that was much better. I um, actually just for most of it had both pickups on full. I think I rolled off the volume slightly on the uh, on the neck pickup um, just to give it slightly more focus as I was kind of playing sort of leady stuff. I thought it was best to not have too many too too many of those low uh, those low sort of you know flopping around all over the place. Anyway, let's give it a, give it a bit of a listen. As, as you can hear here, I've added a little bit of reverb. Again, I'm using the Line 6 Helix. In this case, I've used, um, I'm running through, I'm running into a, 
a compressor there, Deluxe Compressor. You always use a compressor for fingerstyle. Um, so I'm using the Line 6 Deluxe Compressor, which is their, their own uh, their own compressor. I've got that on a, on a 1 to 3 ratio there with quite high attack, uh, which I think kind of makes the compression sound sort of nice and vintage. And I'm running into the uh, their Ampeg SVT4 Pro um, amp model and an 810 cab, which is a new addition for the 2.8 Helix update. If you have a Line 6 Helix and you haven't updated yet, absolutely update. Now is the time. There's some fast, fantastic things on there, some great new Fender amplifiers and a wonderful new bass amp and some wonderful uh, new bass drives as well. Oh, and a, and a handful of very good guitar drives as well, including the Prince and King of Tone are on there. That's the air apparent and uh, something else, I can't remember, but very, very good. Anyway, so I'm running into this SVT Pro. I also put a little bit of 63 spring reverb after the amplifier, just because, you know, you're listening to a bass guitar on its own. Um, but uh, that, you know, yeah, that is the sound of this SBC uh, S-Bass 1. I thought uh, it sounded wonderful. I thought it was great. Having that shorter scale made it really easy to fly around. And, um, you know, for a custom-built instrument, I thought it was really reasonable. You can have your own made of of this instrument for £2,100, which I think is very reasonable for something that's, like, from the ground up customised to your tastes with, you know, whatever pickups, wood, etc. that you want. I think that's very, very cool. Um, you can buy that one, this one that I've played, because obviously, you know, I've been swinging it around my head and bashing it into things. You can pick this one up for £1,850. That's the same price as a um, an American original jazz bass, so... <laughs> Um, that's very good. That's, uh, that's very good indeed. But anyway, check them out, sbcguitars.co.uk. That is it for this, the seventh episode of Bar Chords. Only three episodes left in the series. Um, what are we going to do after that? Do a second series? Do something different? I'm not sure. Um, but join the Facebook group, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Guitar Nerds Forum. Catch us on Twitter and Instagram at Guitar Nerds. Watch our videos at youtube.com forward slash Guitar Nerds. And let me know, would you like a drive pedal shootout next week or not? Like, tell me not as well if you'd rather I did something else. Maybe you want more bass. <laughs> no one wants more bass. Anyway, um, I'll see you next week for more of this guitar nerdery. Farewell. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.